and welcome to Gamer's Table, a podcast discussion of tabletop role-playing games, war games, movies, books, and various other game-related topics. Be warned, this show contains explicit material that may not be suitable for all audiences. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table. My name is Eric. I'm Mike. This is Dan. This is Mark. This is Jason. And I am Sean. This week we're going to talk about fantasy campaign settings, high magic versus low magic. There's a lot of contention between what settings or what games are considered high magic and what are considered low magic. I know that it's been debated for a long time online in various different forums and things like that where people are trying to defend their settings honor. You know, oh no, we're not high magic or no, we're low magic. So is this how we're defining high and low fantasy? Is its level of magic involvement? Well, the, the way I I thought of it when I was thinking about this topic is it's not fantasy without magic in some sense. Otherwise, you're, otherwise you're just playing more or less a uh, fantasy a, without magic is historical. Is that yeah, what you're it is like? Saying? Yeah, just playing was, historical was, fiction. I was about to ask: Is there a no magic mm. game that I? Can, I mean, I'm trying to think. Not in like a medieval or even Renaissance setting that I'm aware of. I'm yeah. sure there's got to be one somewhere. Mike, any thoughts for? No, what Mark says, right? So, I mean, yeah, but if you have a medieval setting, you know, like you could do the Knights of the Round Table. But, I was going to say, that would be the closest one to a no magic setting. But you still have Merlin. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the watery tot. <laughs> fleeing scimitars. Now, for non-medieval Moist fantasy, bin. what the difference between, other than medieval fantasy games, the difference between uh, Western games, uh, cyberpunk games, is magic. Because with that, then it is... Just yeah, historical uh, fiction. Yeah, cyberpunk versus say Shadowrun, which cyberpunk doesn't have elves and trolls and orcs and Dead magic. Land. They have cyber humans. That's it. Yeah, Deadlands versus Aces and Eights. Yeah, you know. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm. We're gonna get a tangent out of the way real quick here. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, for the first time yesterday. Speaking of Deadlands, uh, I gave it the benefit of the doubt, so I watched Jonah Hex. Okay, it should be right up my alley, and I really wish that I had not. Yeah, I, I got five minutes into that motherfucker, and I turned it off. And, and the sad part about that is, is that it had potential. I really love the Joan Hex DC and, book, and they totally shit on it. They did. Didn't W play? Uh, well, Josh Brolin w. played W, who also played Jonah Hex. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if W like, actually like, played Jonah Hex, I'd watch like, that motherfucker. Well, right wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean I miss George W. Bush in a movie? How did I do that? The zombies are strong. <laughs> it, it's unfortunate that Megan Fox could not elevate the quality of that movie. Her scenes were Megan Fox. I'm sorry, Josh Brolin's a good actor. What, what I'm saying is... <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I got right. you. Okay. And that's it, the only reason I watched it, because Megan Fox was in it. <laughs> right, exactly. I heard it was shit going into it. <laughs> but she never, <laughs> but she she never still got, paid to see it. I paid to see her. Yes, Mike. Yes, Mike. Mike's holding his finger <laughs> This is a class. We're raising our you hand now. Your own mic you whenever you, you want. cut in, brother. Oh, I was just going to get you back on topic. Yeah, that's oh, Mike's right. job. <laughs> Star Trek versus Star Wars role-playing games. Star Wars has high fantasy, because the Force is magic. Oh. Ooh. Star Trek. Didn't see that one. Does coming. not have that. Yeah. Well, what, about that? Q. what about that whole Wesley Crusher storyline? Q's magic, in my he, opinion. He was cinema magic. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what about that guy that uh, Ron Howard's brother played? Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Clint, Clint, Clint Howard's uh, always magic. I was oh, unaware yeah. Clint Howard was ever in he was, the original Star Trek. Yeah, he yes. was in, I think, one of the first season episodes of the series. He was like eight, years, like eight years old. Yeah. That and may be the one episode that I'll go watch all the way through. Because you have a, a weird fascination with Clint Howard. Who does? Well, I respect Clint Howard <laughs> <laughs> on a level that most people do not. Wraith is Dan's favorite movie. And, it's uh, my favorite Charlie Sheen movie, without a doubt. I've seen Wraith in forever. That should have been 
on my movie list. And, and continuing on with this tangent, Charlie Sheen is going to be at the uh, Gathering of the Juggalos yes, this year. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> they're, they're mutual uh, admirers is of he, each other's work. Right. Is he uh, going to be selling Tiger Piss or whatever the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Didn't they learn anything from Tila? <laughs> apparently not. So, But anyway, getting back to the, the what I was going to say. When it, gets, when it comes to high magic fantasy versus low magic fantasy, my definition is not necessarily that there is magic in the fantasy world because in my mind it's not fantasy without magic yeah there has to be an element of magic the supernatural at the very least at least high magic to me is the accessibility of magic by the player characters yeah Uh, so when when you first texted me the topic the first thing that popped into my mind was say conan versus greyhawk right conan being a relatively low magic setting conan would be a very uh, low magic setting greyhawk i mean it depends on on the game master it the, the setting itself doesn't dictate it the game incorporates it fourth edition dnd high magic yeah. You're almost expected to have magic items. and that's, everybody can heal, correct? Well, everybody can yeah, heal, and almost all of your magic items en- enhance something to you know, almost every time. And it, it is now a gear-oriented game. You are defined by the gear that you carry. and Wasn't it really always that it, way? It was. I, I, yeah, yeah I, it was. But now it's so much more integral. You cannot play the game. If you tried to run a 4th edition game without using magic items, you would virtually have nothing to give the players because money's irrelevant. The only thing that you have money in 4th edition for is to buy magic shit yeah. basically so um, the setting itself i think the different settings you are there's always the oh greyhawk is more is high magic and forgotten realms is not i don't i don't yeah, buy I'd into say, that i had heard that forgotten realms was always considered to be a high magic realm versus greyhawk which was mm-hmm. not so much which it doesn't make any fucking sense to me it's like every spell it's in the, the book same is spell book it's the same monster's manual you think that's the community just trying to separate themselves i think so yeah yeah my shit's better than your shit yeah, the like yankees it. are better than the red Sox because i say so that's and, like, yeah. That's a Greyhawker versus Realmer argument. That's right. that's an old argument. Right. Uh, the, another point I had was the different the different systems you have. Let's say you you're running Hackmaster. Okay, Hackmaster incorporates kind of like the old school D and D weaponry and, and items and things like that versus Warhammer Fantasy roleplay. That I would consider as a low magic. Even the wizards are very oh, limited. Warhammer Fantasy definitely is low magic. Yeah, because I don't. If I remember correctly, there's a chance that every spell you cast could fail. Correct? Yeah, you fail and potentially give you a mutation. Right. Well, not to mention that uh, magic users are high end characters in Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, yeah you got. And that's, I think like, that's one of the no things you got to tolerate being a charcoal burner for a yeah, long time. Have to pay you get your to be dues. a wizard. Yeah, you have to really pay your dues and be. And old school D anD D was like that too, if you remember. Oh yeah. To be a wizard, you had to pay your dues while the fighters were doing everything. You cast your one magic missile, and then you fucking hid behind everybody for the rest of the day. You and, and you did that until you were like 18th level. I think that's just poor construction. Well, it, it was more, I think, uh, true to the old school fantasy. You know, old school fantasy was you know the wizards, wizards were really fucking old. Yeah, because they it took them forever to get powerful, and they were rare and. You know, because when you're playing a first or second edition D&D game, to play a wizard, you're just sitting there watching everybody do their thing. And that's boring. So people are just going to be like, eh, I'm not going to play a wizard. Fuck that. You guys are usually tired of the fucking campaign by the time your wizard player is uh, it's just starting to get cool. Well, it's kind of like, I mean, it, at least it seems to me, Lord of the Rings, It's the, the magic is either really, really low or it's really, really high. Right? Yeah. There's, There's really nothing in between. Uh, there was, there right. was Gandalf, Sauron, and Saruman, and that was it. And yeah. in the movies, at least, what 
spells did Gandalf cast? Well, like a light spell. That's one thing I remember. I never read the well, books. When, I don't know. When, when he, he fought the when uh, he fought the Balrog. Yeah, when he fought you the You shall not pass. Oh, okay. All right. There Those you go. are very high end. Uh, the, the, the whole uh, the, the, the telekinetic fight with uh, with Mike. Uh, you, you know more Lee. about uh, Middle Earth than any of any of us at this table. What what would you consider Tolkien? Uh, that is high fantasy, but probably what you're saying it's low magic. Because the well, I mean the the characters had some magic things, didn't they? I think you have to look at a lot of the other fantastical elements in there also. I mean, you have Sauron, who is a god who literally walks the earth. You got Balrogs. You got, well, not in Lord of the Rings, but in The Hobbit. You actually have dragons. When you start throwing in more fantastical elements, then those are things that go hand in hand with magic. Right. So the more of that you have, the more high magic it is. So you're saying in a world, in a world, in a world, <laughs> that only has a dragon, that's a very low, ma- low. that's low fantasy. If it only has that one like thing. Like the movie Dragon Slayer could be low magic. Because gotcha. you had the one dragon. And the one wizard. And that was it. Yeah, yeah and the one wizard. Right. And, and that rock. And Yanosh Poha. Well, and listen to Poha. Correct. Dork. Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know this. What magic items were there in Lord of the Rings? Okay, so we got Sting. We got the ring. I would consider... Uh, uh, Gandalf's sword was... Okay. It also the glowed. Glam when were, uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings magic items were... Uh, the Elven Jeans. Yeah, you never knew which what was magic and what wasn't because everything had a fucking name. The only thing I remember yeah. ever glowing was Sting, and that's only when no, it was in the You're presence. overlooking the most the important vial item. of light. Uh, that's true. The, the Elven bread. bread. And he had the Elven ah, chain. The the cloak. Elven bread. Uh, the bread. The Elven the, rope. Uh, yeah. I mean, the rope. Is the, uh, was Frodo's mithril coat, or you know, was it magic or, or not? Or was it just well-made chainmail? Yeah. You never know. It was a particular. But that doesn't make it magical, though. Yeah. And I think that that in itself, it speaks to the genius. Well, that's so, in the movie. And the cloaks. Right. And the book. Now, you break open the Lord of the Rings role-playing game, I bet you that stuff's magic. Oh, sure. I bet so, too. Yeah. I bet so. I forgot too. about the cloaks. And all the cloaks, right? They all had those. Dry hump Sam and you turn into a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. But, okay, so right, Lord of the Rings, you know, it's uh, I would still consider it high fantasy and low magic because the, the players themselves, you, you have to really pay your dues before any of your characters get high enough that you're going to really cast some devastating spells and things like that. D&D, if you want to look at the different editions, I think there's been a, a shift towards the MMO mentality of gear is good, magic gear is better, and I mean, you have access to magic gear from level one. You can purchase it straight from the book, and it's... What? That's yeah. lame. Yeah. Why is it lame? I just, how is it, 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 it would have been cool when I was in junior high. I'm pretty sure in our in our previous, not our current Greyhawk campaign, but the one before that, I'm pretty sure the one that was based in Greyhawk, people were buying magic items in Greyhawk City yeah. by level two. We've been, we've always traded yeah. magic yeah, items. Yeah, I was level four, I'm, I'm not, I had the two magic kukris on order of human slain. I'm not denying that we've had access to buying magic items, but I don't recall being able to buy magic items at second level. It just that Not, not even back master, in right? junior high when we were playing Monty Hall games. Right. Yeah, but whoever's running the campaign, what would it matter? Because he's just going to throw harder... Well, I, I think Mike has, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Mike has made magic harder for us to access as we've gotten older. Well, that makes it more well, special. The, the, right. only, the only villains that Mike throws at us are things that can't be criticaled and can't be sneak attacked. Yeah, that's that's so, only oh, if you are undead contracts plants. That's only because he doesn't like you, Mark. Yeah, most of my characters I've ever played in Mike's campaigns, I don't think they've ever seen one single magic item. You know, well, and, actually, and it's because I stole it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that brings up, uh, I would say currently, uh, to, to bring 
bring it around to our campaign, we we have not seen Magic Item One, and nobody has once complained or cared. No, because you're, tar- you're talking about the the our, high seas campaign. Our, yeah, our sea princess campaign. Oh, we right. we did get a Magic Item recently, and I gave it to an and, NPC. And, right, <laughs> Aaron turned around and gave it away. <laughs> it was it was for ass, and it's totally working. <laughs> and then I and, I, and, and my, but my initial reaction was, what the fuck are you doing? And then I realized that might be cursed. Fuck that, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, it might give it away. It's cursed. That's a given. Yeah. I've, in, in years of gaming, I have only ever received two cursed items, and they were both given to, I think, the same character by Mike. Wasn't one a ring of delusion? Yes. it was. A, it was I thought I had gotten myself a, a ring of sustenance. Oh, I remember we, that. That's we hilarious. struck out across the desert, and like day four, I fell out of the saddle. <laughs> what was the desert, sir? That was the sea of dust. Oh, well. Yes. There's... It could have been the sands of Arrakis. It doesn't matter. The, the item was cursed. Yes, we're riding along. All of a sudden, Mark's guy goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I love how the Ring of Delusion worked for us, too, because none of us saw him None of us saw him dying. Like, like wow, wow, he's really looking bad. No one cared. That's a lot of love. Yeah, showed up, bought a camel, and it was like right before we, we had, I, I'd just gotten that damn damn ring. So I'll, I'll usher in the part where we weigh in. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say, based on our, our history and my other my gaming history before this group, I, I'm not going to say that I like either one as a genre more, but I'll say I think I've had more fun in low magic or what we're gonna what we're considering low fantasy campaigns low magic fantasy i I think it magic a lot of times to me feels like a cop-out like the teleport spell i fucking hate because that's just a cop-out i think i think fantasy i think long journeys that's journey is part of building a character well that's you you know it's it's three long movies of walking yeah one does not just teleport into mordor yeah whenever you throw in teleport and spells of these (laughs) that reminds me i just want to interject real quick i think it was uh dragon age origin there's an encounter where you find some dead elves and the only thing on them is a note that says why didn't why oh why didn't we just take the flying eagles (laughs) 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 all right so you're saying that you would personally you prefer dan you prefer low magic I, I, I would say I've, I, I wouldn't say I prefer it. I would say I've had more fun. It, it seems more because magic is a genuine. crutch. It, yeah, it, it, it can it, it feels that way to me. Okay, okay. Well, uh, that's, that's that's another thing. Like, you know, like the, the classic fantasy story, and this has been addressed, I think, before. Is like the old wizard shows up to you know the. Uh, predestined hero mm-hmm. says well you got to put your fucking rake down and, and stop hoeing potatoes right and you're gonna go off and be a hero now yeah. and it's like they mentioned this at the in the interview with robert jordan at the end of the, the audiobooks oh you're talking about wheel of time yeah and uh it was like the wizard is old he's already pretty powerful and the other guys are basically schlubs and maybe like the dwarf fighter who knows how to handle some shit and then you know like on the way you meet aragorn and he's a ranger that can handle some shit it's like the wizard doesn't shouldn't start out at level one in a story as you read it you know unless it's a story about a wizard's apprentice you know it was like if you're gonna play a wizard you almost need to start your wizard off at like level 10 with the rest of the the schlubs but then you so overpower everything else right and it's like it's hard to really find that balance well that that could work though if you had some good role players and you have to go in re- having, real, having right. set that ground rule. right realistically a 10th level wizard in a group of first level fighters would be the leader I mean, well not the leader so much as just the scary wizard guy who's telling us what to do yeah that right. sounds like a leader to me yeah. well yeah well there's different ways of leading <laughs> so okay is the only way fear so, Mark, you never really addressed which you would prefer, um, or do you I, prefer? I don't, really, I don't really have a preference. I was like, you know, if, if we're going to play Conan, then let's play Conan. If we're going to play Greyhawk, let's play Greyhawk. You know, I'll find a character that I will enjoy to play. Right. I really don't have a preference. Okay, I'll play whatever we're playing eventually, unless it's Bungie. I don't want to do that. 
<laughs> no Shit. card games. I guess it's, now's the time to tell Mark I brought Munchkin tonight. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, consequently, Conan Munchkin is yes, going to be coming out soon. <gasps> we saw the advertisement in the comic book on Monday. It was, it was pretty cool. That sounds cool. <laughs> All right, Mike, you've been the most silent of this uh, this whole discussion. Now it's time for you to weigh in. Well, I was uh, trying to avoid uh, talking about Greyhawk so far. I've been, mm. Okay. I yeah, we've already had that show, Mike. No more Greyhawk out of you. Are you, are, are, are you avoiding it well, because you don't feel that it, it uh, needs to be addressed? No, it needs to be addressed. I was just having more fun watching you guys talk about it okay. than myself. Okay. Yeah, uh, fools. They know not what they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you amuse me. Yes, little does everyone know that Mike is our old 10th level wizard. Yeah. <laughs> and we're a bunch of slubs. In my games, I like them to start out low magic. They are. They always seem to start out that way. And then the higher levels you get, you almost can't avoid letting a lot of that high magic seep in. Right. I say we try on this campaign. Yeah, at least in, th- yeah. in 3.5, unless you stick with your base class fighter and your base class thief, most of the other character classes, most of the other character classes can cast some kind of spell by 4th or 6th level. Rangers start casting spells. Mm-hmm. Druids, of course, are a spell casting class. Um, you, know, you get into the various... Uh, prestige classes so most of those can cast a spell or have some other kind of magical effect the, the more you level up it's almost inevitable that more and more magic is going to start turning up we have an opportunity with this group to not do that so, so far, pickles is the so only far i think we're doing right and yeah. pickles is the only caster and the only thing he does is heal people occasionally that's what right. i can tolerate a i think his days medium, are numbered a medium magic it's like uh, dan was saying with the uh, teleportation you know once you get into that epic it, it totally changes the dynamic just, of the game Totally changes the game. Let me throw a monkey wrench in your statement there, Mike. Uh-huh. What about a, and we've discussed this before, a Harry Potter-esque all-mage campaign? Well, that's, that's oh. high magic. Would, would, but you would, you would want to do that. Well, that would, that's because it's a theme campaign. Okay. Everybody's at the same level. This sounds, it sounds like hero well, high, like only the old magic. Yeah, yeah. it would be like doing is. a superhero campaign. Right. Yeah, it was like the old the old Jedi campaign that I ran all those years yeah. ago. Yeah. Hmm. So it, if, it, if you're going into it, all in. then, then going all in is not a big deal. But you, if, if everybody's picking and choosing different things and there's no ground rules of we're doing this, everybody has to be a wizard or you know associated with a wizard or something like that, then it's medium magic is yeah, because uh, accessibility, or no, the excess, sorry, accessibility is what you were talking about. Right. The excess of magic is a problem because a lot of these adventures are written with an excess of magic and, uh, you know, buying it, you know, there might be an excess or there might be an excess written into the world like Eberron. You know, they have the lightning rails. And, right, right. And you know, all that stuff. That but, was a high fantasy yeah. setting for sure. Yeah. Right. You know, when you have a setting already set up for high magic, then you can't... Yeah, you can't, can't play low you, yeah, magic it, at that point. You're, you're the guy that's waiting to get smoked. Or you're just corralled by the, the campaign itself, the setting. Now, what was nice about Greyhawk was there are pockets of the world where you could, like if you're in Greyhawk City, yeah, there's a lot of magic there. High magic. Right around the corner. Yeah. Or you could be down where we're at now, playing in the South Seas. Right. Low magic. Or all. Yeah, or all. <laughs> or the Valley of the Mage, where there's obviously some... Well, there's well, at least va- one mage in that valley. The Valley of the Mage yeah. would be high magic. Yeah. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah. elves and yeah. everything like that. So or it just you, depends on where you're high folk. facing it. There's obviously some high magic there. When you get, or yeah, lots yeah. of weed, one yeah. of the two. Let's play there. <laughs> I guess for me, the camp, it seems like the most memorable campaigns that we've played were all high fan, high magic Maybe not mm-hmm. high fantasy necessarily, but definitely right. high magic. And I think that's that goes part and parcel with 
the enemies that you face. Right. Yeah, if you're, if you're going up against, like, you know, when we were playing Valcon and Martellan and Conan and those guys, mm-hmm. I mean, they were going up against IUs and they were going up against really high power, end, high end, powerful magic users. Right. And if you don't have the gear to stand toe to toe with those guys, you're going to get your lunch handed to you. Yeah, that, that, that's just what I was thinking about when, right. when you started talking. Um, Thank uh, you. Once you start getting into. Uh, <laughs> The higher levels, it's like the higher level villains and monsters have what was it? It's the the minimum requirement where you're not even going to really be able to, d- to damage it unless you have. Oh, a magic the weapon. the old yeah, the old uh, what was that? Was it a damage reduction? Or what was it where you was had it, a minimum? What second edition? Yeah, where you had a you had a, to have a plus. Yeah, weapon. Oh, right, they right, had yeah. three, three, three point five as well. Yeah, yeah. three point five was nothing compared to first and second. Yeah, it was, it was like that's you, right. You have to have a magic sword yeah. to even scratch. You know the whatever. Yeah. And it went if all the way up to you, plus five, didn't it? Yeah, if it said you need a plus five weapon to hurt this creature, it you can't hurt it. Yeah, right. In third edition, it was always damage reduction, magic slash. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, well, like he, if you wanted to hit an iron golem, yeah, you needed it. To, oh, if Kalidor is throwing 300 hit points of damage with a toothpick, it don't matter <laughs> what its damage or damage. Man, he could. He could. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and, and I mean, not to kind of, well, no, this is what I do. I'm going to harp on it. That's just bad game design. You know, why, why, why what, what possible benefit are, are you, are you gaining by having that system in place. And 4th well, edition got rid of it. Yeah. All of it. All the damage reduction and all the... I wouldn't know. Yeah. And, and I think... I, 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 I just... I, I don't know. Prerequisites to me is just bad game design. But I think that in a way... I understand the the old school way of you know you need a plus three weapon to hit this creature because that way no you can't just one shot it with a with a lucky hit it's you have to you could beat on this monster all it's like the old uh, legend of the Tarask you know the Tarask had I was a, turned into a Tarask once well but the legend of the Tarask was you couldn't defeat it because it had a it was you know it was indestructible I'm sure if you had a plus five vorpal weapon you could probably hurt it, this I, thing if I recall correctly you needed a vert with really long hair to make a rope out of her <laughs> hair. Yes. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of those around anymore. Exactly. But as far as... Uh, now when you're playing with the likes of the Keyricks. I, I, yeah. I started to mention it. I started mentioning a minute ago before I inspired Mark. Uh, I wouldn't say I was inspired. You, was like, you started talking and I tuned you out. That's what happened. But as far as magic items goes, we used to fight over that ring plus one that you found in the pile of gold. You know? Right. There was always that. But for me, uni- unique, and I know for Brian too, unique magic items were always the thing. Uh, unique like... Um, it's just something you've never seen before. Yeah, rather than or just like, ah, plus magic. two, like, whatever. It was you know the sort of... Like Valcon's ever full drinking horn. That, I loved that thing. The uh, what was it? The huggable bear. The, Brian's huggable bear. <laughs> what did it do? What was the effect? I think it uh, kept things away, or was uh, it was like a slap? It was like a ward, or maybe like it was an alarm spell. I can't remember. And yeah. I think he had a comfy <laughs> pillow. Who knows? <laughs> Just stuff like that. See, but but like like a unique sword that's got a name and it's intelligent and it has right. weird properties other than just being a plus one plus two versus this or that. You yeah. know, yeah. they yeah. could detect treasure or it could detect passages. Or I think that, that that's an old edition mentality too, because named swords and things sure. like that. I mean, you look at fourth edition. There's no name. You could put a name to so your sword. You know, oh, this sword's name is what. And, and everybody's like, well, what what daily power does it give me? Yeah. You know, well, see here, what encounter power does it have? You're, you're talking about two different things. You're, you're fourth when you're talking about that in fourth edition. That, that's that's a game mechanic to back up the the strategy 
version, the strategy half of the game. Right. Whenever you get into talking about named weapons, you're talking about actual role playing. Right. Right. This sure. is two totally. I mean, all of that is totally independent of the rule system to, to me. Right. That, that's up to the GM to yeah. throw those things into the game. Uh, I, I, I I kind of agree. You know, it's it's really is up to the people that are playing the game to decide whether or not their magic item is particularly important to them. And if you're the one the one guy who's you know naming his magic item is like, oh, we found this sword. Its name is Dave, and it paints orcs on things. <laughs> okay. Well, I just I'm plunged out of my ass. I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the, the plus five sword of graffiti. Which is high magic? The uh, sword, magic sword you buy, or the magic sword you find with the uh, elaborate backstory? I think right. bu- buying of magic items to me automatically puts you in high. Yeah, because it's the but accessibility. That, but that's a little fantasy. No, no. no, no that, not to me, that's high fantasy because there's obviously if you can buy a magic item, that means there's an abundance. It's, of yeah, it's right. readily available. Well, I think I, see where I mean, you're not buying at the corner store, but you're, well, there's I'm a store is, where you can I'm get one. What I'm saying is okay. Lord of the Rings, low magic, high fantasy because well, well, see, they, here, they found their magic there, sword. There's, in a, there's in a our barrel. debate again. What, what, I mean, uh, how are how are we defining it? Yeah, because well, yeah. the high magic, low magic is one thing, and high fantasy, low fantasy is a completely other thing. We're just talking about magic. Here. Well, we can talk about whatever you want, but well, I mean, if you want to talk about high fantasy, see, my, to me, high fantasy equals things that you know you're not dealing. Like I would say, do not have not ever occurred in human existence. Planescape would be high fantasy because it has completely th- you have to you, you cannot root it in the real world because it's completely fantastical low f- low fantasy would be more realism to me you know so if you're dealing with you know i i think that so like game of thrones game of thrones low fantasy okay I mean, it's fantasy, and it has some. It's fantasy because it has fantastical elements to at, it. At least in the beginning. I mean, it, it's it kind of ramps itself up. Well, yeah, it's 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 spoiler alert. Sorry. It's essentially it's <laughs> starting at, it's starting at the turn of an age, you right. know, so stuff like that. Uh, Game of Thrones or not Game of Thrones, but uh, Wheel of Time starts that way. You've got it, it's kind of like a mid, mid, middle fantasy, and it starts to ramp itself up. So you know, I think that you know that's how that's how I define high fantasy and low fantasy. You know, the more realism the more you know uh, the less fantastical elements that are commonplace makes it low fantasy what about you sean well i'm kind of partial to the high fantasy but i like to play characters that don't deal in magic i was gonna all. say in in all of the years that i've that never you, played a magic I, user, yeah never. I, I can never remember a time. You, yeah, you is it because there's too much item. bookkeeping involved? It's too complicated for Sean. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, just, hiding like, hiding your mouth like that over the mic <laughs> doesn't make him not able to hear it. I just think it's easier just to be that character and just make do with what you already have. Like, Amen. I'll find just like he said, a cool sword. I'll name a sword that isn't worth a damn, and I'll like it better than anything. Well, you I know. was along these same lines. Uh, in the in two two adventures ago, I got a masterwork cutlass. My character will always use a cutlass because that's what the mini has. I thought to myself, I'll probably use this fucking sword forever, more than likely, until I kill its owner, the right. original owner. But like I said, I like to play the high fantasy stuff because I like to see it or you know be evolved with it. But right. I don't care if I own it or purchase it or use it best left for npcs Dan. yeah yeah <laughs> that dan doesn't like yeah. not in the group i like <laughs> npcs not in the group yeah, yeah. Well, i must suck being on this boat with us then <laughs> all these npcs well, they're not really in the group sure they are no yeah. the boat is kind of like the town that you live in it just right. happens to move around <laughs> that's a good point i never thought of it that I, way. well see uh old boy's girlfriend scar she's kind of worming her way into the group and i don't like that <laughs> so you're gonna have to shiver. Uh, uh, so, you know, 
Or marry her, Dan. I'm pretty sure that one's going to work itself out. <laughs> Hanging out with a Raxo, that's probably just going to be a bad idea. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to need a bros killed. before hose rule on the ship? Is yeah. That <laughs> well, yeah, the fact she's a woman on our fucking ship, I still take offense to. That's hear, bad luck. Hear that, women? Dan says he don't like you on it's boats. It's bad luck. Ask any sailor. I didn't make it up. That's, that didn't make playing. any kind of fucking sense. It's like, you know, it's like, how did women get here from Europe? Uh, they crossed the Bering Straits. Native, Native American women were already here, sir. I didn't American know. women were already, there were already white women that I believe they, they captured. American women. I believe they walked across the water because women are divine. Ass kisser. <laughs> wow, wow. And let's not forget, Someone's Dan. hoping for some nookie later. Let's not forget, Dan, there were slave women who were brought here from Africa. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. I'm the only people that was unlucky for were the slaves. The, the established mindset is that it's bad luck i watch deadliest catch man i, I know, know this i shit. know where you're coming from yeah. i know where you're coming from i'm just messing with i think you. i think i'm uh, talking about walking on water reminded me of the uh, thing that was mentioned monday jesus walked on water but uh, chuck norris swims through concrete right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're in trouble we're all going home. <laughs> so um as for my opinion of it i think that i prefer uh low fan kind of like what uh what mark was saying it depends on what we're doing if we're playing Conan, then we're going to do low fantasy. I'm most likely going to be running it, so you're not going to get a whole bunch of magical items. And, and the if wizards, you do get a magic sword in Conan when Eric's running it, I'm going to sell it. It's going to be much more problem than it's worth. And that's the way I think that in that in the essence of Conan, it should be. Because no, no magic, everything in Conan that was magical had a price. You paid a price for what you have. And I and I think nothing more exemplifies that than the sword that your character got that yes. kept him alive, even though he... That character died nine times, I swear, but he won't die. So now I'm just this zombie walking around with a really great sword. Yeah. So if it's Conan, that's okay, but if Mike does it, it's <laughs> him being a bastard or something? Yeah. <laughs> and I think the precedence was. I was just always... pleased with my track record, Mike, of never having been dumb enough to get a cursed item, and then you you got You're me welcome. two in like a month. <laughs> but you know, like in the uh, in this campaign that we're playing now. You know, the Swashbuckling campaign. No magic doesn't bother me. You know, it really doesn't. I, I even toyed with the idea of if my character were to be killed or whatever, of making a wizard for the campaign. Then I thought, no, that really takes away from the essence of the, of the, the game itself. I, I, can see, I can see it working if, if, you, if you keep it in line with the campaign. If you, if you did a storm or a sea-themed wizard, I can yeah, see that totally I'm, I'm being... a storm and sea-themed priest. I think that, yeah, I think that would, would be okay. But just to make, you know, bumblefuck the wizard who happened to, you know, be on the ship for whatever reason. He gets press gang. <laughs> press gang, the guy. If I he's a Bumble, wizard, that'd be awesome. Bumblefuck, wasn't that one of Mark's characters? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I was going to make a Dumbledore parody character named Bumblefuck. So, but, you know, in, in campaigns where, you know, the, the primary characters are wizards or whatever, then yes, high magic fantasy is okay with me. So I really don't have a preference either. I, I would say that um, as a player, I don't care. As a game master, though, I prefer to run low magic fantasy because I think that it makes it grittier. Yeah. And I prefer grit over... Grit is That's good. definitely true of Warhammer Fantasy, yeah. I was thinking Shadowrun. Yeah, I love it. We, mm. You do a low... I do a low magic. Yeah, most of the magic Shadowrun. that we use in Shadowrun yeah. isn't and, until we start getting our ass in trouble they're, with a dragon. Well, so we've never had a, a mage PC survive long enough yes. to really the become thing, a best. The only thing player. in my campaigns that has a shorter life uh, life expectancy than a wizard is usually a sniper. A sniper. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah because that's just on general principle. That, and that's because yeah. it, is there anything in a modern or pseudo modern game that is more fucking cliche than the goddamn sniper? It's the ninja of uh, modern and science fiction. I thought yeah. the ninja was. 
Ninjas. The ninja is the ninja of... Oh, shit. <laughs> ninja. Be a ninja sniper. There you go. There you go. Oh. Yeah, the, the ninja sniper. He would be one of those died-at-birth characters, yes. I'm pretty sure. Um, I believe I you should do it, Mark. I, I believe the last person to play a sniper in a Shadowrun campaign ended up uh, impaled with a cougar fine blade through his chest on a water tower. <laughs> yes. That was like... <laughs> 15, how long ago was that? It was like 12 Woodside. Years ago. Woodside was like 18. That was our first night playing yeah, with him. I walked in and he said he was a sniper and he was being a real douchebag. Sorry, Woodside. Woodside no, you're not sorry. Douchebag. He was. He was. And, <laughs> and I was like, you die first. And I was right. My, <laughs> favorite, <laughs> my favorite sniper death was Brian's who got ate by a cockroach. Oh, yes. In, what? It was in, he was in uh, like a, in an Chicago. exhaust duct. Mm. Yeah, in, it, in was, it was an air, it was an air duct. Uh, yeah, we were in Chicago. That. In and Chicago, and then you had to get through this room, and there were there were cockroach spirits <laughs> in the room, and they detected him through the thing, and it crawled up and ate him. Classic. So, I bet that pissed Brian off. It was I, one. Of I think those. he kind of expected it. He did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so. I wonder if Eric will do it to me. Well, you answer that question. Well, I, you, <laughs> you have to be consistent. <laughs> I think that's good. All right. Any other? Uh, we've, we've answered nothing. We, no. You've just we're, we're we're talked back, for thirty something minutes. We've we, thrown our collective two forces, ten cents. I don't know if, if this will make the final cut, but I I want to thank Kinzer and Company for sending us some uh, material to go over. Yes, I'm very looking forward to uh, porting Greyhawk to Hackmaster. I, I, yes. I played a Hackmaster game at the shop. It was a long-running game. That was the, that was the rule system that we did the Sea Elf-based campaign. It was fucking great. It's a good rule. It, that was two editions ago. That was what I guess would have been third edition. And third edition Hackmaster. Right. Yes. Okay. So I, think I, I don't think I've gonna, ever played it. We, um, you, I, I have never played Hackmaster. If you enjoy older D&D, older editions of yeah, D&D, it's, you would it's, enjoy Hackmaster. Yeah, you we should totally do it. Save it. it. Like, I, I did enjoy yep, save uh, it. For, save, save it. Save it. Save, save it. Save it for uh, another. You bunch of dicks. <laughs> so anyway, just thank you for for the opportunity to check it out, and uh, we will certainly do so, and we'll do a whole episode uh, devoted to it. Awesome. So, all right, so uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Gamer's Table and like us on Facebook. You have been listening to Gamer's Table, brought to you by Side Tangent Productions. Visit us at www.gamerstable.com. Products and intellectual properties discussed during this podcast are the properties of their respective owners. This production is for entertainment purposes only. Any commercial broadcast is prohibited without the express consent from Side Tangent Productions.